Oh my god, we're finally back. It feels like we haven't sat down and recorded an episode for ages. The boy's back, baby. Episode number 67 of the Board Draw Podcast is international break. We've been away. We've had an international break. We've been breaking, baby. We uh we returned from our, our trip abroad to Turkey. Nice little time with the boys. Saw Arsenal beat Man City. What a time. That was nuts. Um, yeah, a lot of craziness happened while we were away. Luton caught fire whilst we were flying into it. Pretty mad. Not the town, not the team, the airport. Very much not the team who no. shit, <laughs> languishing towards the relegation side. But um, yeah, it's international break. We've just seen England um, struggle to beat Australia. Second string England team. It was uh, we're that was this- a hard watch. I was watching it because that was a, the second day after we got back. And I was just sitting there chilling. Nice weekend of chill. Started off by watching England. They were so bad. Yeah, it was... I don't know. But I, what I do like, I like Duncan Colwell. I like giving opportunities to play like Ollie Watkins. Players that don't get in the team much. I like that. But whoa, there's just not a lot of like excitement in that front line. There should be excitement in that front line. We have arguably the best attacking talent in the world. France are pretty good. France are pretty good. But Brazil are pretty good as well. Yeah, they but we're we're up there. And oh, I just watch us and I'm like, bro, how are we struggling to score a goal against Australia? Yeah. I like Australia, but yeah. Henderson stoked. getting booed. Good. Gareth Southgate, little scumbag, was like, oh, I don't understand why England fans are booing him. He's given them so much. Yeah, that's the past, mate. We're in the present. The geezer's like 35 years old, plays in Saudi Arabia, Back the LGBTQ community. And then, sacked them off. and then sat them off to move there for a dollar. So it's like, no, nah, you're a pagan. Said you wouldn't be involved in like promoting the Saudi 2034 World Cup or whatever. He's a little wet. Just a liar, man. Yeah. And he's shit at football. <laughs> There's <laughs> literally nothing going for him. Like, I, I, I don't mind him, but you need to... Bygones are bygones. Just let him go now. I understand you want a bit of like maturity and experience in your team, but you can get that. There's players who have that already. Mm. We have Champions League winning players on the bench. Facts. I'd rather have Calvin Phillips play in the middle of that park. Oh, 100%. Than Henderson. Yeah, 100%. Like, I don't I don't get it. But for me, that is what it is. We're, play, we're recording this uh, the day, literally a couple of hours before England play Italy in, uh, what is it, the Euro qualifiers? Yes. Yeah, so this so is... it's quite a big match. A little grudge match there. It is indeed. Who's, who you backing? Uh, well, Italy looked pretty shocking at the moment. They had quite a good win last game, but... They, scandalous. Maybe. They got scandalous. Tonali got re- withdrawn because he's um, bloody betting scandal. Chies is injured Fagioli's betting scandal as well. Zaniolo's so. betting scandal. All a bit of a mess, but I reckon it'll Spalletti be... Spalletti doing it though. Yeah, I like Spalletti. I think it'll be a stinker, maybe 1-0 either way. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I mean, you'd think England put out a strong side. Yeah, I think maybe so. Maybe we'll see Bukayo Saka back in the fold. Nah, he withdrew from oh, him in the camp. Yeah, oh, okay. good boy, because my guy's been taking... He's been taking just a pummeling, yeah. just mm. constantly... Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. Let's turn our gaze to the domestic league, the Premier League, the greatest league in the world. Um, and we're going to just be like having a little brief season review because what else is there to talk and about? And we're not going to talk about VAR because I feel like we've done that enough. Yeah, VAR we're going to talk about football, baby. The beautiful game. Right, let's take a look towards the top end of the table. Read us out how it's lining up because yes. it's just spicy. So there's two teams currently undefeated in the Premier League. Two North London teams. Tottenham and Arsenal sit first and second in the Premier League. Both on 20 points. Six wins each. Two draws. No losses. Very good start from the North London clubs. Then in third place, you've got Man City. Back-to-back L's for Man City. Back-to-back L's, which we will talk about. Because that is a big discussion Let's talk about that right now. Oh, let's talk about it right now. So... We talked I mean, about I, the I, fact I, that we were in I, We Turkey. could talk a little bit about Tottenham, but I think we've spoken about them ad nauseum. I do want to... Oh, ad nauseum. Yeah. Oh, my I, guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, we will talk about them. But yeah, let's talk about Man City because the fact that they're not top of the league is a talking point in itself. So they lost 1-0 to uh, Wolves and that Korean guy. Nah, and it was 2-1, wasn't it? Was it 2-1? I think it was 2-1. Okay. Yeah. And they lost in midweek to the uh, to the Toon Army in the Carabao Cup. And then they followed that up with a... Rather dry performance against an Arsenal team who took their chances. Gabriel Martinelli, the shirt has been given away, by the way. Shout out, Chris. Shout out, Chris. Um, but yeah, it was it wasn't a great performance from either side. I don't think. No, it was, it was um, cagey. Yeah, it was a tactical stalemate. 
and I think maybe I mean Ostfaz would be very happy with that result. Very chuffed, mate. And 12, I think even it, even, years, even if it was a draw, mm. I think you would have been very happy coming out of that game. Yeah, yeah. Completely neutralised Erling Haaland. Saliba had an absolute monster. Like Gabriel Monelli came on and did do really well. But for me, Saliba was by far and away the man. Mate, we're going to talk about players that are killing it this season in a bit. But yeah, the way that Saliba and Gabriel Magalhaes goes under the radar a lot because he is next to, in my opinion, the best centre-back in the world at the moment. And... Um, yeah, the way that they pocketed this guy is crazy. And they've done it twice now. They did it in the Community Shield as well. Yeah, I think... It, we said this from day dot about Haaland. You cut the service. He doesn't offer anything. Mm. He's not Harry Kane. He won't come deep to get the ball. He's His link-up plays, like, very average. Saw some dusty lass on Twitter say that she'd take... Um, Jackson Martinez. Oh my name? God. Oh, Nicholas who's, Jackson. Nicholas Jackson. Who, who's Jackson Martinez? He's the Colombian, Colombian striker who died. Yeah. Oh, did he die? Yeah, I think so. Oh, mad. And who, did, who is the Chelsea guy? Nicholas, Nicholas Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. She was like, oh, I'll take Nicholas Jackson because even when he's not scoring goals, he's contributing to play. And I was like, so you take a Donny that just runs around like a bozo and does nothing Mate, over one of the most elite finishers in the world. Nicholas Jackson literally in his last game missed from about three yards my out. My guy, I was like, what are you chatting? But anyway, this is why yeah, people who go on Twitter need to be validated in some way before they go on and speak their mind because your mind should not be heard. I have actually just spent the last hey, hour Shanice, on Twitter. Yeah, your <laughs> mouth is moving a lot like a rat, like a rat. But yeah, I spent the last hour on Twitter just rattling United fans, so I can't really talk. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, what is going Ireland, on with Manchester City? Think Kevin De Bruyne. I know you're not his biggest fan at the minute. I think you think he, he no. I I agree. I, I am a fan of Kevin I, De Bruyne. I agree with you. He is not the Kevin De Bruyne of three seasons ago. I am a fan of looking at the, the present. present in the eye and being like, "That is what is calling happening. it what it is." And I can agree with you. His legs he are is, gone. He is not the same Kevin De Bruyne that we had three years ago. Exactly. Time waits for no man. Time comes for us all. Exactly. Maybe apart from James Milner, but I think he's a big loss. He is also. Gundogan and Riyad Mahrez massive losses I agree defensively I don't think they're that bad but Rodri being out of that team mm. is probably a bigger loss to them than losing Haaland that probably contributes to the back to back losses oh 100% you could, I think you could lose any player or like you could lose three players when that starting a City team and losing one Rodri is worse I totally agree I think He's there's that, no he, one in that midfield that oh, does what he does. He, there's no one in the Premier League who does it as well as him. As well as I'd say the only other player that I think Rice is close is probably Rice. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, like Marshall. If you put, if they had Rice, can you imagine if they got Rice and then you would have been done, mate. The league would have been so boring. I tweeted this about Jude Bellingham not going to Man City, and I was like, thank God for that because he would have been like the perfect Gundo replacement because he kind of detects midfield does and all. contributes goal scoring like Gundo does. And I was like, that would have been so boring if I got Jude Bellingham. But if I got Jude Bellingham and Declan Rice, Jesus Christ, I actually would have to start watching a different league we might, or a different um, sport. We might get to see him for England tonight. Yeah. Nice. But, um, but yeah, Mahrez, Gundogan. Yeah. Th- those are two players who just know how to win big games. They are both big game players. Yeah. Gundogan may be one of the biggest game players of all time, Fact. in my opinion, anyway. Mm. The Rodri loss was massive. You saw it. Man City failed to control the game through the middle of the park. He he just creates so much composure throughout the team. He's like an epicenter of composure. I agree. He just he the ripples come out and the teams just like relax and they know what to do. Shout out the ripple effect. You don't need <laughs> to worry when you have Rodri <laughs> behind you. Yeah, like facts. You, you're like just the world is a better place when he's in that team for them anyway. Yeah, for the um, rest of the world, not so much. He, there is one there player. Is no I want. player who Rico Lewis was good, but he yeah. he's not, Rico Lewis is. They're hmm. missing John Stones as well, weren't they? I feel like, and I like Rico Lewis a lot. I feel like there's a little bit too much hype around him because I feel like you could plop most kind of clued up centre midfielders in that team and they'd look okay. I think Rico Lewis in a big game isn't like there enough to Let's take it by scratch, so he had he had a decent performance and he's 18 so I don't want to get on him too he had much. a decent performance yeah yeah he didn't look out of place at all no I think sometimes though like people quite hype on about his versatility mm. I don't necessarily think that's a, the best thing you, yeah you it's don't, one you of don't those want to be a player who fills a position yeah you want to be an elite player in the, in the position yeah that who was could play, like, okay you could play across the front three or something that's yeah. great but you want to be the most elite 
left winger or the most yeah. elite striker. That's what, like Ainsley Maitland-Niles, who was someone I'm thinking about. He was like, I want to be a centre mid, but he was so good at uh, wing Chamberlain. back. Uh, Chamberlain. Yeah, so yeah. good at wing backs that you become too versatile to your own detriment. Well, it's you like Saka early on his career. He was left wing back, played like left wing. You've got to be a bad up, man. And then he just said, look, to, I'm a right winger. Yeah, take that position and be like, I'm playing there. And uh, that kind of links to the person I want to talk about next. Philip Foden. I feel like I've come for him quite a lot in the last few pods. We uh, we spoke about him not too long ago. Versatility is great. Phil is versatile. He can play the deeper midfielder. He can play the number 10. That he can comes play ev- purely wings. down to his technical excellence. He can play evil wings to proper high level. They're technically the best player in the Premier League. But he's been a starting Manchester City player now for nigh on five years, I'd say. And I still don't know what his best position is. That isn't a good thing. I feel in like my the opinion. worst thing for him I, in his development as a player, and it sounds backwards to say it, is Pep. I think I think <laughs> I he, agree. He needs he needs more creative freedom. He needs to break out of a structure. I think he'd be so good under like an Ancelotti. Mm, I agree. Under an Ancelotti, mate, it would be different. And does he have the cojones to to step away from the security of knowing that you're going to win titles you're going to win silverware every season like do we think and obviously this isn't like me comparing Foden to Messi I'm saying some brazen things maybe it's because we haven't podcasted in a while it's all built up and I've got like some verbal diarrhea but um (laughs) would Messi be the goat Messi that we all think of now if he had Pep his whole career but the way I hear Pep talk about Messi, he got away with everything. Pep like makes the only exceptions he ever does for Messi. Yeah. So I don't know. We we probably still would have got as good. I a think Messi. I, I listened to. Um, I can't remember who it was. It was it Thierry Henry on the rest of football. I've listened. To and that he was one. talking about Messi. Yeah. And he was saying, um, I think it was that one. Maybe it was from somewhere else. But anyway, no, it is that one. Yeah. Some player was basically talking about Messi and said he would sit in the changing room until. Literally, the manager will be giving the team talk, everything. Mm. And he'd just be there with his, on his phone or something. He'd put on his boots as they're walking out and go and drop a 10 out of 10 game. Mm. No one else would do dare do that. Yeah. No one else would dare do it. The kids at La, La Masia would try and replicate that and very quickly found out that they could not do that. Yeah. He was the only player. So we can't treat Phil Fon like a Messi. No. And I, I don't know if I was. I'm just kind of trying to liken it back to what you were saying about would Phil excel in like a bit more of a looser managerial regime and I think he would and so why do we not see Phil being the number one man like when when he's great we think he should be the number one person on that Man City li- lineup and the first player to play for England but right now I don't think he gets into England's best 11 and he probably gets into Man City's best 11 because De Bruyne is injured but I don't know where I'd play him in that match. I'm going to be funny. Because yeah, I'd like, play Alvarez at the 10. We're seeing which is a where lot I think of England right. players. England are having a bit of a crisis, mini crisis right now, I think, which is going under the radar. Centre-backs. We don't know our best centre-back pairings. I know. It's probably John Stones. John Stones and, and someone. And someone. Dunk, probably, maybe. I've been impressed with him. Yeah. He's fine. But I really like Colwell. I think I like Colwell as well, but I'm starting to get annoyed at like the Colwell propaganda. I saw a stat, which can't be real. Apparently, he's only had 20 Premier League starts. Well, he only really played like for Brighton last season. So why played, are we yeah. saying he's England's best centre-back option? Oh, no, he's not. But he's maybe, he, probably the best on the left. But is he though? Like, Mate, why ball, is he not? the ball at his feet, mm. he is so composed. I agree. He, he makes those. He will make those runs into the midfield as well, which yeah. we don't get out of any of our left-sided centre-backs. I agree. But like, why are we talking about this Don who's in a mid-table Chelsea... When, and he doesn't even play for them. And he doesn't even play left centre-back. Yeah, he, he plays, plays left-back. Left yeah. When we could be talking about... And I don't think the answer is gay, but we could be talking about gay. I don't think the answer is dunk, but we could be talking about dunk. I, we, I don't think the answer is Tomori, but we this could just be talking about Tomori. We are under a little mini-crisis here. Left-backs, yeah? Oh, it's cold in this shit. Mate, you know, left-backs? Chilwell, just permanently injured. Luke Shaw, injured. Mm. Who else do we have? Yeah, who are we playing at the moment? We could play Trips there, maybe. That's not really an answer. Who do we normally play there? I don't know. Glenn yeah. Johnson's coming out of retirement, bro. Maybe Danny we Rose. play Colwell there, to be fair. Exactly. Right back. Reese James, permanently injured, yeah? Oh, I've got we- some belters for saying that on Twitter, but I'm right. Kieran Trippier, mm. good. Mm-hmm. Good. Tr- Trent, 
a good option. Yeah. And like, he's having a better season this season than he is last season. Oh, although, I don't know. I don't know. Although, <laughs> although too many, too, like, the fact he cannot be, the, he is not only at fault for the, we're not getting the clips every week now yeah. of him having defensive powers. Okay. I agree on that. Going forward, but I want to talk about Dren later. We'll talk about In Dren. goal, Ramsdale dropped. He's he's done at it. Yeah. It was it will see you at Brentford next season. It was oh, that's actually not a bad move, you know. Pickford. Mate, your team is battling relegation and he's probably been a decent player for them. But he, he is it time to say God I think it might be. Nick Pope. Hasn't had a good season. Nick Pope, not a good season. Had a really good last season. Cannot play with his feet. No, definitely not the guy. And what so what's the point of putting John Stones and Colwell in front of him? You've got Nick Pope behind him. Doesn't yeah. make any sense. Facts. Sam Johnston. I don't mind him, you know. Most clean sheets in the Premier League. But is also, it pedigree? Also is, not is, very good. Is that, is that world, is that European champions pedigree of a goalkeeper? No. Is that a Donnarumma? No. Is that a, who's France goalie? Oh, Manyan. No. Yeah. We are in a bit of a mini. Midfield. Mini Midfield. Midfield. Bellingham and Rice. Are the only thirties. Mm. Just, just delicious yeah I like that who do we play in front of him my opinion it's got to be Madders I agree Madders but what we saw in that England game I can't remember what one it was where we played Jude as the number 10 oh. and we had uh, Rice and Phillips behind him is is Jude the best number 10 he probably is but I don't we don't need to have Rice and Phillips <clears throat> but, we don't need this but I, I just let Rice do it all but are we losing out on Jude's best ability if Fine. we make him the 8 mate Play two tens. Play two tens. Yeah. But that's never going to happen, guys. It Southgate. won't. It won't. All right, but then maybe get War Prowse in. Someone who's... We can talk about that. Like, I'm, I'm liking this where we're going with this. Yeah. This is good. I know you want to get onto the Premier League, but... That, I don't care. I'm nearly done he, with my, He's, I'm nearly he's done in my. there. One of but, my players of the season so far, Ward Prowse. Mate. How's he not in the England it's squad? It's fucking disgusting, yeah? It is literally big six buyers because he is, without a doubt the most effective player at set pieces yeah you have world football. big heads in your team brother if you're gonna pick Harry Maguire facts. at least give yourself a chance of making him a hero by putting War Prowse in the team totally facts because War yeah. Prowse will find his big slab head noggin facts he would be the, he's the perfect he's getting it, he's chipping him for West Ham with goals assists not just from set, set pieces. pieces yeah yeah actual game Mate, yeah. have him and Rice behind Bellingham yeah, if you want to nice. play Bellingham it's a 10 it just Definitely. can't be Jordan Henderson he, he can't be near the team. No. Left wing. Rashford's Amrish Stinker. Jack Phil, Grealish isn't even in the team at the moment. Phil Foden, he's not a left winger. Don't no. want to see him there ever again. No. And he's not having a good season. Yep. Jack Grealish. Doesn't start for City at the moment. He's just come back from an injury. Yep. Who do we play left wing? Uh, I think when we made our desired England lineups for the Euro 2024, I had Rashford, you had Grealish. I think we're probably still there that all thereabouts. It's not the worst. Anthony Gordon? Raheem Sterling. Maybe Solly March? No. Nah, he plays out on the right, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, but I'd shove him on the left. But Kyle Saka could play on the left. Yeah, and a Solly. To get March. him to the byline would be tasty. Harry Kane's a stalwart up front, he's not ever gonna leave. Yeah, the backup's good. Watkins. Is, is it though? Watkins, Callum Wilson, Ivan and Tony. maybe Ivan Tony. Yeah. Ivan Tony, I I highly doubt will play for England again. Especially on the, the Southgate. He's a yeah. man of too many morals. Yeah, I don't know. It's a sticky one, isn't it? But I would have him in the team in a heartbeat. And then right wing, right wing lockdown. Lockdown with Bowen, maybe. Bowen, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's tasty. I'm just saying, we are not as good as I thought we were. <laughs> it's been dawned on us. Um, Which is, and maybe that's a good thing. Mm. Maybe we should temper expectations for a while. Yeah. We'll just go smash Italy 6-0 now when they're going through another crisis. And we think we're going to win. And we're going to be like, hero, he's made me revenge. When was he... So this is me saying that Foden should be the kind of first guy on the England team sheet and he's not because he is just kind of rotting away at the moment, in my opinion. He, he drops like a 9 out of 10 game, gets compilations made, and then does like 4 or 5, 6 out of 10s in a row. And I'm like, come on. But let's, let's move on from Man City. Let's talk about one team that I want to talk about. Actually, two teams. Our surprise packages so far, in my opinion, this season, Aston Villa and West Ham. Yeah, Villa absolutely putting Brighton to the sword recently. Very consistent, making a foray into Europe as well. West Ham, European champions. I had West Ham, and I said this on the pod we did with Jamie. I had West Ham finishing 17th. And I think I went a bit too 
Or to be fair, we did the uh, predictions after they lost Rice and before they signed anyone. Anyone. So I mean, for me. But yeah, they're playing well. David Moyes. Every time he's on the ropes, he bounces back. Because if, if they didn't win that uh, Europa Conference League, he was gone. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Him and Rice were gone in the summer. Yeah. Is he like, a top five manager in the league? Or top six, oh. maybe? Because uh, you're saying... I think tactically, you're obviously, no. You're obviously saying Pep. You're obviously saying Jürgen, Mikel. Um, Zerby, just, maybe. Just first name in everyone. Yeah. Roberto. <laughs> Roberto. Unai. Unai. Yeah, I agree. Eddie Howe? Is he better than Eddie Howe? Is he better than Eddie Howe? No. Ooh. Ooh. How many oh, times has boys been relegated? Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's a tight one. Let us know. Who would you rather... As a manager, who do you think is a best? Not who would you rather actually, because one is kind of at the end of their career. One's pretty much at, like the prime. David Moyes is not. He's not. He's not. He could do a Roy. To have be you fair. seen Roy? Yeah. yeah, David Moyes. I think. But who would you take? Very underappreciated manager. Yes. So I want to he, talk his about Aston Villa. Was tainted by Man United. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Right. But Villa. he. So many managers have been tainted by Man United. Yeah, uh, I reckon probably Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is an all right manager, but his oh, career. Mate, he stunk at Cardiff. He wasn't even good at Molde. Older. but I want to talk about Aston Villa I tweeted I got so many rattled United fans in our mentions if you haven't followed us on, twi- on Twitter follow us on Twitter it's good stuff over there um, I tweeted that Aston Villa should achieve more than Man United this season should should compulsory they've got a better manager I said they've got a better squad I said they're on better form why shouldn't they why shouldn't they be looking to achieve more than Manchester United this season because talk to me they haven't spent a billion pounds and still want their owners out that, I don't know what else, is, what else to say like if you were if there were two boats there was a flood and there was two boats and you had to decide which one is going to allow me survival one boat is going to drown I'm hopping in the Aston Villa boat mate with Don, Don Unai at helm that's a good captain. You know, you know, he's he's, he's minimal casualties. Hundred percent. I think I, I agree with you, and I think they've had a phenomenal season. He's got Ollie Watkins doing what we knew Ollie Watkins to do. I think at the moment, best striker in the Premier League. Most oh, informed. most informed. Striker. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Backline, begin unreal. Those Louise, is he's one of my favourite Premier League players. Oh well, then you'll love what some rattled United fan tweeted. They were like, "Oh, how can you compare?" Um, United and Aston Villa when Aston Villa have got a midfield of John McGinn and Douglas Louise and May United have got Casemiro and Bruno and I was like Bro, your best midfielder is McTominay I was like don't even start man your best midfielder is McTominay you struggled to beat Brentford yeah you had to have a, the McSauce come in to rescue you in and Brentford, Brentford are like 17th in the league or something mate like what are they 15th I want to talk about Brentford as well because but, that's um, yeah that's nuts your team's washed I like and I've been back what, in Man United a little bit. I every, have been every, so against Every them. time these men have been shouting propaganda, I'm being like, look, we've got to give them time. They've got bare injuries. But let's let's not be stupid. Let's not spout some breeze without backing it up. Doug's Louise is a baller. 100%. And he would be he would be in Man United. Start 11. Let us know. Who's going to achieve more this season, Aston Villa or Man United? Because they've both got European competition. Someone, Another guy in the DMs was like, <coughs> oh, why don't you compare them to Chelsea? Why don't you compare them to Newcastle? You're just using United for clout. And I was like, firstly, Newcastle and Aston Villa, they're both on like a similar trajectory at the moment. They both were shambles. Then both had a very good last season. Both had decent investment. Both playing European football. Both making smart moves. So you can't really compare those two. And then they were like, "Why well, can't you talk well, you about?" You can Chelsea. compare them, but, but it's the same. But thing. it's the same, yeah. same thing, yeah. And then the other one was like, "Oh, why didn't you compare them to Chelsea?" Chelsea have spent a billion, um, have no European football. No one could compete with Chelsea, and no expectations. So you no can't one could compare compete them. in the in the school of clownery with Chelsea. So United, are the only decent comparison to you're comparing a team who are on the no, way up, no. and a team who are struggling to stop an implosion. And I love to see it, but um, yeah, no. Aston Villa, West Ham, absolutely doing bits. We thought West Aston Villa would do quite well. You had them really high in your pre-season. I did. I had them sixth. Or fifth, maybe. And I think uh, West Ham, yeah. West Ham smashing everyone's expectations after losing. Mate, Pakatar is a baller. Mm. Mohamed Kudus looks like a phenomenal addition. Yeah. I, I was listening to, I think, to 
talk sport and oh, maybe it was wrestling football. I was into wrestling football as well. You love it. And they were they were football. like, who's who, what's his name? Kudus. Yeah, <laughs> uh, from from where's he from? I was like, how do you not know who Kudus is, man? Yeah, this is your job. Yeah, literally. But um, yeah, it's mad. Well done, West Ham and Villa. Brighton also doing well. Liverpool sitting in fourth. Yes, I do want to talk about less about Liverpool as a whole because I think they're there or thereabouts where I think They've they should be. They've been done a little bit dirty by VAR. Yeah, and without that, they'd be sat second joint. No joint. Th- they'd be third in the league. They'd be above City, wouldn't? Yeah, they? to be fair, and Spurs would have lost points. Yeah, so, so yeah. Arsenal be sitting pretty. Oh come on! But let's look at the other end of the table where things are not so pretty. We're talking about the bottom end, um, kind of like the bottom five, maybe. Sheffield United and Bournemouth are the only two teams in the league to have a win. Sheffield United to be winless. Uh, 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 to be winless. Sheffield United kind of ignore that because who cares? Bournemouth, we both had to have a pretty good season. We liked what yeah. they did in the window. We we thought they we were like a progressive move to they get Ariola like in. Big dick energy. They yeah. were they were they're like we're not we're not satisfied with Gary O'Neill. Exactly. We're not satisfied with just being a scrape for the survival team. They went out there. They brought in like Cliver. They brought in. Um, Who's that guy from Sassuolo? Can't remember. They brought in some big names. Tyler Adams. Tyler Adams. They bring Sinistera as well. Sinistera. Um, yeah, we like what they were doing. We right. did. And Iroyola as a manager. Max Aaron's cheer chef. Of the, uh, he looked really, yeah. really exciting. From uh, they had a good preseason as well. And like, I can see what they're doing, but at some point you can't get to Christmas without a win. And you're looking at the manager that you sacked who's sitting five places ahead of you yeah with a Wolves team that's arguably worse but the structure's there at Wolves that's true um, but yeah it's it's right I see them I think they'll be alright but they're fortunate that I think Burnley and Luton are worse well they've actually got Gary O'Neill and Wolves next so that'll be an interesting test for them I can see I can see it clicking though like but mm. I haven't seen a lot of Bournemouth fans crying yeah I haven't actually seen like a Bournemouth game where they've been like battered no so yeah. which is good I think it takes time to build like you went from Gary O'Neill's play style which is very pragmatic to being Iriola which is very expansive tell a lie they lost 3-0 last game but to Everton as well <laughs> <laughs> tell a lie um, but yeah Sheffield United you're done out here uh, I don't Big see time. anywhere I about. think they're worse than Luton Rob Edwards has a bit more about him Rob Edwards does and I said that uh, like before the season started I don't think by any shadow of the doubt that they're going to be clear I think they're in a relegation battle the I whole season mate, I think and probably will get relegated but I think out of the newly promoted managers, I'd say maybe he's even got more about him than Vincent Company. He's got more. He's got more pedigree. Does he? I mean, comedy was like player manager for under. Exactly. It? Yeah, I'd say but, Robert Edwards has got a bit more tactical now, so maybe a bit more of like a underdog mentality about his team. I think also there's like less eyes on him. Yeah, he's not 100%. as big a name as a Vincent Company. Yeah, or Vincent Company already being touted to take over the Pep's job when he leaves. Brother, yeah. you can't you can't have a man who gets sacked in their first season of the Premier League or, yeah. or relegated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, Sheffield United are good as down. I think Luton for me as well. I think one or two injuries and they're they're done. Mm. They're done. Zell Washington out here, mate. I'm. I don't like Luton. I don't know why I'm doing Luton propaganda because we're from Watford and we're Watford fans. But I think up the Luton, mate. <laughs> um, right, I'm I'm almost more interested in the next three. Yeah, towards Everton, me. Brentford, and Wolves. Wolves, who I think I've seen enough of to mm. think they probably can stay, save off relegation battle. Mate, if you beat Man City, you've got something about you. Yeah, they had a good performance against Liverpool for me. I thought as well. Mm. They were unlucky not to get come away with something there. Um, but Brentford, Brentford, yeah, because Everton I think are about where they should be. Um, Brentford. When they came up to the Prem, everyone was like, I don't know what to expect. They've had two they seasons. Sort of like a Luton. Two seasons now of top half Prem, I think it is. And only going forward, I like the manager, I like their recruitment. Seems like a well run club. One win in eight games for Brentford. Is it more than the Ivan Tony situation? Well, yeah, I think they started the season all right. Uh, and Burmo and Vista was getting in uh, with the goals. Yeah. Um, the goals are dried up, though. They have, and Bomo was in my fantasy team, and I oh. thought he was a guy. He's been stinking it up now. Yeah, I, I don't really know. Mm. I don't really know. I think they'll be fine. Maybe is it like the Raya situation? He might have gone under the radar when he was at. He but was like, one of the Flecken, best. Flecken's all right, you know. I don't know. I, I, I'm going back to fantasy. I got Flecken in for a couple of weeks, and he was shite. 
Um, is it like, is that interrupting their build up, not having a keeper that can play out like Raya? To be honest, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about it now and I don't really know. I can't pinpoint why they're underperforming. No, Brent fans, let us know what is going on. One I mean, win until, from eight. until literally like the 93rd minute, they were about to get three points at United. Facts, yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know what to say. Like, yeah. Oh, they have they just been unlucky this season. Um, have they had a hard run in? I can't remember. No, neither can I. But they got Burnley next, so that'll be. So yeah, I mean, I think they'll be fine. It's just weird seeing Brentford, who are usually quite solid. They're very consistent. They would take scalps from the big dons. I always, when we played Ar- Arsenal against Brentford, be like, oh, this is gonna be a long day. Mate, yeah, when they smash me like like four 0 So the, yeah. yeah, Brentford. I think they'll be fine, but weird to see them, like you said, in fifteenth place. Shall we move on from the table now to talk about some of our feelings about teams? So we've done like our surprise team of the season. We said Spurs, Aston Villa, you, West Ham. Which team have you enjoyed watching the most this season, apart from Arsenal for you, obviously? Uh, enjoyed watching the most, I'd probably say Aston Villa, and I don't like Aston Villa. Okay, yeah, I'm for me. I'm. I'm I don't want to just pick West Ham as there because there are other surprise yeah. teams, but I like I like. There's a lot of grit about West Ham this season. Yeah, mate. The way Aston and Villa tore apart Brighton, that's probably one of my favourite games of the season. There, yeah, that was um, a big game. For me, I might oh, could just maybe go Spurs. Yeah, but I also I'm I'm liking Liverpool. I'm liking watching Liverpool going forward. So I'm those really, are exciting teams. Should we talk about exciting like players, players, mate? Oh, let's talk about Shabazz like, mate. I think he's so good. Yes, I think he's so good. If he had an actual DM behind him, mm. I think him and McAllister would be. Did you see a goal that he scored for Hungary? Oh, and the international break scored just disgusting free kick. He is. Was it free kick? I there? think he's so so good. I like him. I actually quite like uh, Gravenberg as well. I think Liverpool they've got to just go out this uh, January window and just get a man in. Just who get is that man though? Kimmich. Yeah, mate. Yeah, maybe that's. Not yeah, right. you see they or... linked to Musiala. Why? Yeah, don't, I don't know. You don't need, brother. How many midfielders do you need that Attacking can't play DM? Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe you should go all out and get like Tusha many. Yeah, that he'll leave though. Or I don't know. He like, just sign a new deal. Yeah. Or mate, go snatch Verratti from uh, Saudi. Yeah. Just say, look, the we, can't, we can't pay the wages, but you can win something. Yeah. Uh, while we're on. Attacking mid. Could you imagine if that's the thing that happens in January? Like you know, all these players who've gone to Saudi, what, the Saudi that want to play in the Euros, mm. that might be getting snubbed. Cheeky little quick loan thing, six month loan, get yourself in contention for the squad. Am I predicting the future? Who Maybe knows? I think there's going to be some dodgy business going on. But Madison, let's talk about Madison, because I haven't been super sold with Spurs. I think they're doing great, top of the league, happy days. But I haven't been super sold, like we said a couple of times. Struggled to beat Sheffield United, got a lucky win there. Got an offside uh, decision to beat Liverpool. If Rice didn't get injured for Arsenal, Arsenal probably beat them. So they've had a couple of results go their way. So I don't think it's all happy days and unicorns. And but it's so much better. But it's so much better. It's and it's so exciting to watch. And, and Ange is just the, the biggest boy in the Premier League. One of the reasons it's so exciting to watch is James Madison. He is so good. For me, I think he might be the best creative player in the Premier League at the minute. 100%. He's, I, I genuinely think he might be putting up like prime De Bruyne levels performance. Oh, I don't know about that. It, but... Not quite, but he, he's... But that might be down to the fact that they have got haven't got a finisher like De Bruyne has had. Like De Bruyne has had Aguero and Haaland. Spurs have had a Richardson who stinks and Son who will drop a hat trick and then drop I'm, nothing. I'm like less sold weeks. on Son being back to his best than I am. Like I, I think he's getting away with it a bit. Who Son? Yeah. I agree. I think, I think he's he'll got drop like a, six goals or whatever. He'll drop a couple of mate, games. I can't, where dro- I can't yeah. tell you where he's he's had a hat trick. Yeah, and he was lucky to get two goals. He did that last season against Leicester. He dropped the hat trick and then gets away with like five games in a row where he doesn't score. And I think the similar things happened here. Yes, he scored twice against Arsenal, but. I don't think... Oh, yeah. I think if you put a clinical striker in front of James Madison, mate, you're fucking balling out. Like, if Spurs signed Ivan Tony, mate, it'd be Let's, long. Um, we spoke about Watkins already. Uh, Adogi as well, I think, has been good. Don't think it's too much to say, though. I think he's been very good. Like, Let's talk about your boy. Oh, Willie Saliba. I, I, I think I might agree with you. And I, I, I find myself doing that very rarely. 
But William Saliba. That's why you got poor ball knowledge, my boy. William Saliba. You, oh, you're God, you're an ass propaganda machine. <laughs> I have guy. a very neutral view on the Premier League. Um, That's why we're great, mate. We've got one neutral, one disgustingly biased. Pl- um, but Big Willie is great. Mate, there is... I can't... Like, normally I want to be like, yes, this guy is so good. But there's this is one thing you can improve upon. There is actually nothing that I can think of that Saliba there was one, isn't There was a at. corner that came into the box. I can't remember if it was against Man City or was it against Spurs, where he defended it very poorly and I was surprised you got away with it. That's the only thing I've seen all season. But like genuinely, there's no That's aspect it. of his game. Like he reads the game so well. He's so quick, so strong. His ball playing is insane. Is he? He be- wins all his duels. Is he better than a prime Van Dyke? Um, I think we're talking about it, mate. I think we're talking about it. That, that prime Liverpool team was so good. You've got to win something, though. So, Van Dyke was also at that level and so good. Like, if you don't win anything this season... We're at an Arsenal learning. We're at an Arsenal that's... The stew is almost ready. I'm just saying, yeah. If you don't win anything this season, he will be at a Madrid or a PSG. Oh, yeah. I think I've come to the conclusion that even if we do win stuff, by, like, 2025, he's probably oh, playing mate. for Real Madrid. What will we know? 2023? I'm saying, yeah... Maybe summer of 25. What, what day? The transfer window opens in July. Yeah. I'm saying July 25th, he's at Real Madrid. Or what, PSG. Or, or, or 2025 or 2024? 2024. Next year? Nah, he just signed a new deal. Yeah, but mate, 150 million come up. Uh, fucking, I want 150 million for his left foot, mate. Yeah, but you, mate, you're Arsenal. Uh, mate, I th- yeah, with new deal, I think we're, we're cooking. We're cooking. The only team that could possibly snatch him from us is Real Madrid. I think there's no other team in the world. Like, Man City... He, he would fit right into the PSG, uh, their new DNA. All French, mate. Oh, that new DNA that's fucking not even top of Ligue 1. Gets slapped stinks. by a team. Yeah, it stinks. But yeah, he's good. He is so good. Declan Rice, I haven't been that impressed in the season. I think he's just, he's doing what he's doing. Yeah, well, that's what West Ham fans are saying. They're like, oh, he just does what he does for us, which is just go under the radar, but is the best player in the team every time. And I agree. He's not been the best player in the team for Arsenal every time. Saliba no I think there are but some he's been, games he's been asked to do less he's not he, he doesn't have to do all the defensive work like he did at West Ham mate some of, have the ball some of the like regaining of possession in that Man City game do you see the one where I think it was Julian Alvarez kind of just broke through the centre of the pitch and Declan Rice just came up against him done the most disgusting like stomped down on the ball and just won it and sent Julian Alvarez flying the guy just goes under the radar by being good and I love to see it what guy? um and I saw someone say, I think it was Rio Ferdinand say this. Um, it's testament to Declan Rice and no one's talking about the price tag. People are talking about Enzo's price tag. People are talking about Saicedo's price tag. People are talking about, I don't know, XYZ's price tag. But they're not talking about Jude's price tag and they're not talking about Rice's price tag. Because those two guys, even though they've gone for 100 plus million, they're delivering. The other guys aren't. Yoko Anderson, mate. I yep. think he's that. Like, what a player? I, I love him. What player? And I, I didn't realise he is. Guess where Crystal Palace are in the league? Oh, it's not on the screen. Guess where they are? Ninth. Yeah, they are ninth. Oh, but that ah. is good, right? Like, that is good. I I just think mate, they're always there. Or I think just, mate, just see them talking about like fourteen and, and like thirteen. Yeah, that's where they'll be. They're having a bit of a cheeky season, mate. Considering they lost Zaha, at least he's been out injured. As he's been injured for the last like couple of weeks. Um, they haven't got a good striker. Jordan Ayew's like their best player. But I tell you what. They're blossoming. Sam Johnston, I, player. Anderson, player. Mate, Gahey, player. Mate, Gahey, Anderson and uh, Johnson. Nice That's, little unit. Yeah. I like, I think Jochem Anderson could do a job in the top 16. 100%. I, I've seen that May United are looking at Gahey. I think, and then I tweeted about that. I was like, I can't see Gaye and Lissandro Martinez working as a duo. It's a weird duo. Isn't it, are they both left-sided as well? And, uh, yes. No, yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, Gaye, when he comes across in the media, so calm, so, like, just, like, PC and lovely. And Lissandro Martinez is just a massive cunt. I could see Mark Gaye just being at Crystal Palace's whole career. Yeah, to be Palace fair. Could, Palace do that to players. Yeah. They somehow have players who just want to be there the whole career. I was kind of liking it to the Aaron Wan-Bissaka situation where he makes that move to Man United and then just ruins his career. Yeah, he'd be a good sign for Palace if he can get him back. Yeah. Um, shall we move on oh. to... We've done... Ab- oh, yeah, we shout out Warprouse anyway. Ballers that are absolutely flying. Now let's talk about ballers, in my opinion. These are all mine because I 
whipped up the dock. Luke, feel free to add people that you think should be in here. Man, that first one, he's not a flop. My flops of the season so far. Right, so I've got Hodgland in my flops of the season so far. I agree that's probably a bit harsh. He scored, what is it, two Champions League goals, zero Premier League he goals? He was the, like the best player on the pitch against uh, Bayern mm. and against Galatasaray. And I think he's a very good player. And I, I think, agree. I think he's good. He missed like what the first like four games mm. of the season. And he's coming to this main United team, which the, the ship is very much on fire. Okay. And there's water pouring in. I agree. I think it's harsh. Yeah, I agree. I don't want to be too mean, but Hodgson starts scoring some Prem goals, mate. His main United buddy, Casemiro, though. Yeah, he stinks. What's gone on there? Mate, I don't know what it is yet. Like, Fabinho the season before just fell off a cliff. What happens in that summer break? Are these dons, these mate, they're, out, they're dons out there just like... Doing oh, some what's samba. The, what's, the, what's the big beach in Brazil? Rio de Janeiro? Not, not, not the city, the beach. <laughs> I don't know. There's like a famous beach. But yeah, they're like, <laughs> uh, they're like the Maracanã just drinking beer. Yeah, I was going to say, summer. something's happening with these Brazilian Donnies in the summer break because they're coming back and they're a shadow of them former selves. Um, so with Casemiro, is it done then? Is Should he not be in the team anymore? Is he causing more problems than he's solving with his lack of mobility and... Because you can read the game as well as you want. He's got probably elite level game reading. But if your body can't keep up with how... Copacabana Beach. Yeah. But if your brain is reading the game at elite level, but your body can't keep up, that's a problem. Time waits for no man. Exactly that. Man just stuck a whole team in here. Yeah, I said flops of the season so far, and I put Chelsea. Yeah, it was, the last game was And I put Brentford, but we last spoke game about Brentford. Better. I think it's better on the potch. I think he's got so many players there to work with that he's struggling to like find his best team. 11th, 11 points. They played eight games, three wins, two draws, three losses. I think they will get better. I agree. But Man United are literally like one position above them. Yeah. Are, are they one point above them? How many points? Man United are one point above Chelsea. Yeah. I, that's all I'm saying. We said they're maybe not incomparable, but... <coughs> Imagine, imagine, imagine 10 years ago, I said, we're in October international break. May United and Chelsea are, what, 11th and 12th mm. in the Premier League. They're not in the top half. I love to see it. That is nuts. Um, I don't have anything else to say. We spoke about Brentford already. Yes. You've got Trent in here. Oh, I was waiting for this one. So you were guessing up Liverpool and I think Liverpool have been good. <sighs> But then I just stumbled. I was looking at some stats on players. Yeah, but you can't read into the stats, man. I can. And I fucking will. Liverpool, arguably, their best creative asset over the last five years has been Trent Alexander-Arnold. Mohamed Salah. Nah, he's the best... Output. Output. The best creative asset that team has is Trent Alexander-Arnold. Am I right or am I right? Go on. Give me someone that is not Trent. Jota. Shut up. So, Trent is that guy for them. And last season, we were like, oh, he's being exposed because of the system, blah, blah, blah. You, you can't be putting up those numbers. But still put up semi-decent numbers. This season, they're playing better. The defence is a bit more solid. Why is he now not putting up the numbers? How many games are we in this season? Eight games. Eight games. I think he's, he's missed, put I up, think he's missed up four of them. He's put up no goals, one assist. Has he missed four games this season? I don't know. God, I know Joe Gomez has played like the last like three. What is going on there? As the team's most creative asset, oh, he needs to be doing more mate, for just me. Cut him some slack. Like, I'm sick of cutting him slack. I think he's working on his defensive side, and it's not really working because they're conceding a lot of goals still. But I think come the end of the season, mm. he's gonna have more assists than Ben White. Oh yeah, fucking <laughs> bloody hope so. He's gonna have more assists. Than Zinchenko. Yeah, he's, he's going to have more assists than Julian Dimba. He shouldn't even be compared to those guys. He should be compared to Arsenal's most creative asset. So he should be like, will he have more assists than Odegaard? No. Well, there you go then. But like, their play style has changed so much. You cannot compare a front three of Luis Diaz, um, Darwin Nunez and Salah to a front three of Salah, Firmino and Mane. It's two completely different styles of playing. I think they mi- had a midfield minus where they had a DM. They don't have that anymore. Salah, We're Salah. seeing him coming inside, so his game, his game is completely. Louis changed. Diaz and Sadio Mane are comparable. 
The only switch is that oh, you've got know, an aggressive nine instead of like a, a playmaking a nine. playmaking nine. But also, like Liverpool were always about getting in behind and hitting quickly on the transition. They don't do that as much anymore. Mm. They build through the thirds. Should Trent leave? Where's he gonna go? A team that plays with creative inverted fullbacks like an Arsenal, like a Man City. I don't think he's a very good inverted fullback. He is if he have zero defensive responsibility. I think he's, I think he's a complete unit of a wingback. He's I, so good when he can nah, get up nah, to nah, the nah, byline nah, 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 nah. as well. I agree with that. But you see like England trying to shoehorn him into the midfield. You Doesn't see, work. You see Liverpool towards the end of last season shoehorn him into the midfield. I think it does Two work. Two managers, man. No, I think it does work. Are you saying Jurgen Klopp's wash? <laughs> wow. I think it does work if the defence behind him is solid. So say if you played him at Arsenal and he was our right-sided defender that inverted into midfield and behind him you had Saliba, Gabriel and whoever we play at left-back. Say we play Jurian Timber at left-back if we're going a bit more defensive that side or Kirill. Are you saying he would start over Ben White? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Because of the system? To be fair, that way... Ben White doesn't do what he does. It'd be the other side. Zinchenko's the one that tucks into midfield. So what you? So I'm saying like... he starts over Zinchenko, but on your, and then you'd play like a back three of like either Ben White, Taliba, and Gabriel as like a left left so back or Kirill out on the left. No, you play him at right back. But you have, you but you like shove the line. Yeah, down. you accommodate the line by shoving everyone down the line or or Tommy Asu. Ben White, yeah, or Tommy Asu or Ben White doesn't even get in the team. And you play Trent there, and he's the one that does what Zinchenko does. Yeah, he's not leaving Liverpool, though, is he? No, he's not. But, but I, should he? Is my argument I think now. Let's let's not get hasty. Yeah, we're still early doors. Oh, Bordeaux's back with these outrageous takes. I love to see it. Right, let's. We've spoke about Foden. Yeah. I, right. I this is just, brother. Yeah. He's played like two games. Uh, yeah, but like I don't know. Uh, those games that I've seen. Mate, him if, play, you, if you watch the first bit. half of the Man City game, oh, he's most overrated of all time. Yeah. Second half, greatest sign of all time. Yes. The the the, the data pool's too small. Right. Let's talk about worst signings, and then we'll go on to some shouts from you guys on Twitter. Telemans can't be on there. Why can't Telemans be on there? He was literally on a free. Yeah, but we thought that was like one of the best signings of the summer. Mate, Kovacic, you've got Kovacic on here. He's, T- he's by far been the worst signing. Tielemans on a free. We were like, yeah, that's so good. I didn't say that. I think we both said that. No, I think he's fine on the free, but I don't think he's as good as he was. He, how he was, uh, his pomp at Leicester. There's no way he's not getting into this Aston Villa midfield. Oh, mate, he'd be, he'd be getting into the Arsenal midfield. That's what I'm saying. So how is he getting... Because he stinks, mate. Time goes by. Time waits for no man. <laughs> Time waits for no man. Okay, so let's talk about the three biggest stinkers, really, then. Oh, mate. Havertz, Onana, and Kovacic. Kovacic is the least stinky out of all three, in my opinion. I, yeah, I don't know. He hasn't... He hasn't sold me. And no, that's he all he needs to do. But, is sell but me. He, was, he was a lot cheaper than fucking Havertz. Yes. And Onana is by far the worst. Onana's the worst, yeah. I'm glad mate, you said that. my keeper, if he's doing that... Yeah. Every time he gets the ball, yeah, and I know he's good with his feet, but boy, he's just asking. It'd be nice if he was also good with his hands. It'd be nice if he was good with his head. (laughs) Like, just because you can play like a cheeky little pass through doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Like, play the pass early. I know you want to draw people in, but brother, don't wait until you have to skip pass and to play the ball. Are you trying to give every person in Manchester, the red side of Manchester, a heart attack? And all of that is like an added luxury. If you're Your your keeper should be able to save P-rollers from the edge of the box. They would have more points this season if David De Gea was in goal. I should have tweeted that. Um, Sharky does... Was it Sharky does sports or football? I can't remember what his channel's called. But he was like, oh, we're doing a um, hot takes episode. Tweet us your hot takes. And that's when I tweeted about Aston Villa doing more this season than United. I should have tweeted United would have had more points with De Gea than Onana. That's a good one. Maybe I'll do that after this. Um... Kai Havertz, he's my number two. Um, he just hasn't done it. Yet. I it, really want it to go well for him, but it's not. I think it can happen still. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sold. I'm not shut off to it. But for a lot of the time, he looks like Bambi on ice. He doesn't look like a football player. He. I think it's just a massive case of no confidence. Like his confidence is like Harry Maguire level right now, where like everything you do is under the microscope. Was he a one season wonder though? Mm. What what at Leverkusen? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Was he? I'm just saying. These questions must be asked. 
Right, let's run you through, just before we end, some of the shouts that we had on Twitter. So we put out on Twitter, give us your surprise team, give us your player of season, flops, overrated, worst signing, blah, blah, blah. So Matt, from Back of the Net Podcast, shout, shout out Matt. His surprise team was West Ham. Agreed. And actually, that's two for two for West Ham, because that guy on Twitter, with the username, that guy, uh, his surprise team was also West Ham. So that's big love for West I'm Ham. I'm liking Matt's uh, couple of players this season. So obviously joining us on the Saliba, Madison, Rice, Watkins... Pedro Neto, who has been outrageous for Wolves, probably one of the reasons that they're a little bit away out of that relegation zone. Mm. He's been unreal. That's a brilliant shot. Yeah. And then he's got flops of the season. Bournemouth, I agree with that. I'll yeah. Think we think that they should be coming into season. We thought they were. They should be competing with the likes of like Chelsea, Man United. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then overrated. I like this. He's got Phil Foden in there as well. Yeah. Casemiro and Phil Foden. I don't think Phil Foden is overrated. I don't think he is overrated. I think the love that he's getting currently is overrated. And then step up. worst signings, he's got Anana Havertz, Tielemans and Jimenez. Jimenez been that bad? It yeah, was like uh, two million or something. Yeah, I don't you know. Jimenez... Worst sign, like, they had to get someone in to replace Mitro. Can't do that. No. They, they would have to spend, like, they had to get like an Ossiman in. Oh, whoa <laughs> that's not happening is he yeah. he's not coming down to the cottage and watching the Victoria Sponge on a fucking <laughs> Saturday at 3 o'clock um, yeah I don't know about the Jimenez shot but perhaps I'm uneducated and then that guy he's got players of the season I think there's general love for Saliba Watkins Madison Rice Udogi and then he's got Isak yeah Isak's been good and then flop so far he's got Chelsea and United which yeah. we love to see and then worst signings he's got Nicholas Jackson who we spoke about earlier I think he'll be alright I think he'll be alright. He's mm. creating chances. He's getting chances. And I think he, he, he just got hit as like a bit of form. Yes. And then he's got Havertz, Tielemans, Anana, Kovacic, and someone we haven't mentioned, Mason Mount, who has been injured. But... Yeah, he's been better injured. He looked all right against Galatasaray until they started. I don't know. Onana was... Brother, how can you ha- have any faith in your team when your goalkeeper is trying to do like around the world and shit? Yeah. Long story Mate, short. He's like a pro club's keeper. <laughs> Me, he gets sat down at every opportunity like Icardi yeah how are you getting chipped like from that yeah. like that close to your goal what was the game where that wasn't the Champions League game where Icardi did, and his teammate did like the Perez and Henri penalty and then Icardi missed the open goal yeah no that wasn't was the same game but it was that, was yeah Icardi, that was yeah. funny and um, what was the game where um, Onana literally got sat down like 10 yards outside his goal oh yeah that was literally like his first game <laughs> <laughs> he got sat down inside the goal. <laughs> yeah, so with the lob. Yeah. yeah, he's the worst sign of the season so far. Yeah, I agree. Onana, worst sign of the season. United, um, is there a mini crisis? Let us know. England, is there a crisis? Guys, thank you very much for watching. It's been Board Draw, episode number 67. It's been good to be back. Shout out all the new subscribers. We're loving 3. it. 3.2K, baby. Jeez. We're doing it. 10K for Christmas. Um, but yeah, guys, remember to like, subscribe, Comment down below. Let us know what you're saying. Yeah, what questions yeah, did I ask throughout this episode? So many, mate. I just chat. Shit. Who questions. should be doing better this season? Who do you think will do better this season? Villa. Aston Villa or United? And there was another one. Who, manager-wise, would you rather have? Eddie Howe or... Or, uh, or Moyes. Moyes. There you go. Two questions, two answers. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for watching. We'll be back next week with our probably our normal schedule. Yeah, we'll try when and get back into schedule, yeah. Um, and yeah, we're hitting you with probably the two videos a week. And yeah, make sure you follow all our socials. Be uh, li- livening them up with all the shorts, all the clips. Love to see it. Thank you guys for watching. Be bored, draw, and it's live.